0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Church Talks. I am here with two of my best friends, and I am, I I just, I I paused before I said that. I'm like, do I say this? I'm like, yes, yes. you do. Yes, you do. Pastors Jeff and Jackie Lynch, and I'm only saying that to to get on your nerves um, because you're both pastors, but you know what? I don't even want people, and I've already said it, but I don't even want people to know that you're pastors because I think that that could potentially put some people off. Like, y'all are my friends. Uh, right. like like legit friends and I'm so thankful that we just recorded a podcast on yours right before we did this and now I get to have you as guests on mine love love so love Jeff and Jackie introduce yourselves um, give you know your your height uh, your shoe size sure not. She and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like height weight shoe no. size like social security number. everything I was like
1: well but yeah you first. Cool first. kid
2: number one. Right. Uh huh. Because we feel like cool kids on the oh, Catherine Church here. podcast. Jackie Lynch. Uh, I am an amazing five foot eight. I'm not. Uh, one twenty. Taller than One twenty. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. I'm just happy to be here, girl. We love you. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So I'm gonna pass you yeah. off to Jeff. I mean, how cool kid number two.
1: I, I, I wasn't expecting to have to give the biography or whatever. He's eight foot tall. Yeah, eight <laughs> foot tall. <laughs> yeah. uh, Manute Bowling and I shirt, <laughs> shoes, and um, <laughs> dated reference. Some people get who Manute Bowling is. But yeah, man, I get to I get to do a um, lot of fun stuff. Uh, I love hanging out with the people in the Passion Church. Uh, I, I know a lot of pastors, and you talk to some pastors, and and it's like, man, church people drive me crazy. I love our church. Yep. And I just love what what it's about. I love getting to pastor. I love getting to speak. All the stuff, man. Love it. Mm. All. So I don't know if that's what you're looking for. It wasn't.
0: No, that's great. And, and, and you forgot that Blake Shelton is your doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> and you drive a motorcycle. Oh, okay. So, one. yeah. Th- see, those are oh, fun good. facts that I'll just add in that you drive a Harley as of now oh yes go Um, ahead and say that yeah and my personal favorite dream car is a jeep wrangler sport freaking all that and that's what jackie drives so i'm just jealous of all their wheels um yeah yeah. so and you guys got married to each other later in life how long have y'all been married
2: ask jeff he'll say (laughs) 5.3 years to me the minute we turned five i said oh we almost married six years It's yep. so almost six years. Yep,
0: that's right. Awesome, crazy. And what? And and how? How did you meet? Was it in church? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I heard this on your podcast with your mama, yeah. <laughs> with Mamma. With
1: all <mama>. Mamma. <laughs> so, so you. Tell you are me. a much better storyteller. Because if I start, you're just gonna fill in the details anyhow. So just go on and tell it.
2: You start, and I'll fill in the details. Yeah, I, I want to think. know how
1: you
0: met and what the first impressions were.
1: <laughs> like, how and where and so, first impressions. A lady in our church, Sweet Melba, came to me and says, Jackie is my Zumba instructor, and she does this mm. thing called Engage Danville. It's not
2: engaged Danville. You always not say engaged that.
1: Not Impact. Impact, <laughs> Impact Danville. I always get yeah. confused. Impact Danville, whatever. He was just trying to get engaged. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Impact Danville is a... Uh, week-long uh deal where the where the youth program at uh trinity
2: united methodist, united
1: methodist church. church would we do it every year and so every year when they did this thing they would like uh, fix up homes and help people do a lot of project type stuff but they would have a pastor who would speak to the kids every night and so melba was like hey um yeah, Jackie, my Zumba instructor, needs a pastor for this thing. Would you be interested in doing it? And I'm like, no, not nope. really. Nope. <laughs> well, I've set up lunch for uh, us to get together and talk, and she's going to come and tell you a little bit about the thing. And I'm like, Psh, okay, whatever. Don't really want to. Got enough going on. So <laughs> we come to lunch. Thing comes in fashionably late over there. I mean, the meeting's already started. Um here she comes, be bopping in, and, of course, it's at Frank's. All good things in Dan will start at Frank's, what? man. Love me some Frank's Restaurant. Come on, get you a basket of chips. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. We So we sit down. She'll give you all of the ABC details. <laughs> here, right. Here, here I'm like, your first impression
0: you. and her first impression are probably going to be starkly different. I don't know.
1: First impression <laughs> can be the moment someone walks through the door, or it can also be, your assessment of the first time you meet someone. Mm-hmm. When when I look back on that day and she walked into that restaurant and I'm sitting at that restaurant, it was it was almost instantaneous. Never met her before, didn't know who this woman was, and there was like this this sparring thing that begins and, and we're you know, we're kinda jabbing at each other back and <laughs> forth and kinda giggling while it's going on. And so I leave there and I'm like, huh what what what's that all about? What's that all about? And uh so anyway, from there I go back come back over to the church and uh um uh Trish. I'm trying to think where I was going with that. Came back over over to the church and, and I, anyway, I was just like, Wow, what the heck just happened there? It was crazy.
2: You said to Trish Sawyer, Do you know Jackie Roan? And she said <laughs>
1: I don't remember. What I she
2: think did. she's got a boyfriend.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you said, "Huh?" She and said, she said, "I think you're toast." Yeah, that's exactly that's what, what she said. Oh
1: gosh, that's exactly what she said. Uh
0: huh.
1: Yep. Well, so there you
0: go. Yeah, and so Jackie, when you, I guess that was the first time you had seen him. Was in Frank's?
2: Uh, yeah, I had yeah. seen his picture on Facebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That, I mean, I just know how smitten you are with them right now. So I'm like, was I that am. love at first sight? No, well, no, that's not true. It was. It, I didn't want it to be. I did not want it to be. You're sitting
1: there thinking, am I going to unwind this whole? Story I know, I do Big story of it.
2: Okay, so we're family. I'll tell you all it. Yeah. So I had been doing my thing, um, doing the Zumba classes, doing the impact damble and um, having a ball. Engaged dangle. It wasn't engaged ah! dangle. It was impact damble. and. <clears throat> Jeff's first wife, Melissa, passed away. I didn't know Bridgetown. Matter of fact, I think I called it Bridgestone the first mm. time we sat down. He didn't sure think that I was would. good. Yeah, and um, so I didn't know her at all. Had I don't I never I didn't know there was a church in a movie theater for God's sake, and uh, <laughs> that was weird. So I was at Trinity, living my best life, you know, doing my thing. Had dated this guy in Raleigh for six years and liked it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't like people getting so close to me. And, and I could do what I wanted to do, right? Yeah. So got kids, and they were in basketball and volleyball and theater and doing all the things. And so I was happy, I thought. I really did. And so Melissa passed away, and Melba came into my Zumba class just distraught, just crying. I was like, what the world? She was like, my pastor's wife died. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And so when she told me what church she went to, I was like, wow, where's that? What is I don't even know what that is. Stop it. So all week, you know, people were telling me that their pastor's wife died, and I thought, "Golly!" So that was on Sunday. I, had, you know, I was going to go to my church, you know, and had my hair in a towel, and um, all these women had reached out to me all week about this Jeff Lynch and his four kids. I thought, "Golly, they lost their mom. That's terrible." So it wasn't unusual for me to reach out to people on behalf of my Zumba group and say, you know, hey, we've got there's an army of women that are praying for you. If you need anything, will you please let us know? And so I I said to Melba, because Jeff's a single guy now, and I said, Melba, do you think it would be okay if I reached out to Jeff? And she said, That would just be so sweet and I said, Well, I'll do that. That's fine. So I looked him up on Facebook and I was like, Oh, okay. So I sent him a message, you know, my name is Jackie and there's no reason for you to know who I am, but, you know, there's a whole lot of women that are praying for you, and I know you've got kids or whatever, you know, bling, send it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think God talked to Methodist people, but he apparently <laughs> does. So, <laughs> hair in a towel, getting ready to go to my church oh, with my boyfriend, with my life, just freeze-dried, loved it, mm-hmm. and, you know, just like you said on Jeff's podcast, I only heard it one time. hmm but i heard jesus say this is the man that i have for you i'm sorry what <laughs> and like, what that, that was like? that was october 19th and um i said to melba i texted her and i said i have the funniest story to tell you remind me to tell you but i reached out to your pastor she was like okay Girl, I didn't tell nobody. If you know me, I, I buy my Christmas gifts like the week before, and then you still going to get it. You, you come, Let me get within five feet from you. I'll be like, your Christmas present's in my closet. Do you want it? I kept that thing to myself. You hear me? Mm. <laughs> and tried so hard. You know, we talked about on Jeff's podcast about how you have conversations with Jesus. It don't always sound like lord's prayer you know right what I'm saying? <laughs> so when when she told me in march i started this conversation about impact danville in march and i was like anybody have you know any pastors because my pastor at the time was like they've heard everything they can hear from me get somebody else and Melba was like i i think jeff is good this was in march mm-hmm. from october to march jackie said nothing about no jeff lynch and um So in March, I said, anybody have any pastors? And she was like, I think Jeff is good now. I was like, nope, not calling him. Anybody else? Anybody else? And she was like, God, what's wrong with you? And then that Friday, she said, I set up a lunch with you and Jeff. And I was like, oh, my God. So that day that I was supposed to meet Jeff, was it a Friday? A Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. um, I'm at my computer at CIT on late, on purpose. On uh-huh. purpose, go and get there on time if you want to. Um, and I said to God, I'm going to go to this little meeting that you've set up, you jerk. <laughs> but when I come back, let me tell I you something. It. I'm going to be just as much in love with the boy in Raleigh as I am right now. And this little thing that you're trying to do. This was like a conversation in your car? Yeah, right, no, right you at, your at my computer screen. Oh, at your at computer, 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 computer screen. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm going to do this, but I'm coming right back to work, and you ain't changing nothing because I like my life like it is. Uh-huh. I'm gonna tell God what you're going to do. So, yeah. So, I walked in late, and I looked, at Je- <laughs> I looked at Jeff, back corner of Frank's, and the first thing Jeff ever heard me say was a cuss word because I knew. I was like, dang it. <laughs> That's not what I said, but... <laughs> Melba was like, Jackie. And I said, terrible, terrible. It was, I've never, Melba said she had never seen fireworks or sparks like that. And it was bad. And you were rude. You were flat out rude. (laughs) Jeff Lynch was, he was like, tell me your story. And I was like, I don't want to tell you my story. Uh Out loud I said that. Uh He was like, tell me, Jackie. He leaned across the table with his cute little self. And I started talking, and that joker said, hold on. And he started a conversation with somebody across the, the room. I mm. said, did, did he just put his hand up in my face? <laughs> no, you didn't. I was mad as you know what walking uh-huh. into that room. That made meeting. it
1: even more fun. Uh-huh. So
2: when he got done having his conversation from across the room, he said, where were you? And I said, uh-uh, you're not going to shush me. No, you didn't. Mm-mm. you didn't put your hand up in my face. Ask your boy here what i told him if you want to know about jackie and he was like what was that all about so i left there uh and called my pastor and said do you know that god talks to methodist people and he said yeah i kind of knew that and i Uh said can i tell you what happened in october and he said oh my goodness and i started crying Mm-hmm. And so I called the other guy, and I was still trying to tell God what I was going to do. And I called the other guy, and I was like, hey. And he was like, Jackie, is this are, is this important because I'm busy right now? And I thought, oh, okay. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. So I called Melba, and I was like, what the crap just happened at that table? And she said, I don't know, but he's talking to Stoneman right now, wanting to know more about you. And I said, oh, God. Sweet with the Matchmaker. Yeah, yeah. And so by the time I got back, well, I changed my profile picture. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> because I didn't know if he had looked at me. Cause uh-huh. he, so I had changed my profile picture to me and the fella to me and my daughter. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so by the time I had gotten back to work, he had sent me a message message on Messenger saying, I- I'd like to know more about this impact, Damn. Well, he did not. That was a lie. That was a lie. <laughs> Would you like to have lunch tomorrow? And I said, "Hello, yes, I would."
1: Come on, get you some of that.
2: And the texting started, and both of us now have carpal tunnel. And mm. yeah, and I know that oh,
1: the, the listeners
0: cannot cannot see this, but the way y'all are even looking at each other right now <laughs> yeah. is making me want to vomit. Uh. <laughs> in the best way possible oh my gosh i love y'all so much so that that like i feel like i just got a little bit of a backstory yeah like a pre-jeff backstory so jeff what is a little a backstory before before you guys got married um i know she kind of alluded to some things there um and just you were married before so are you okay with going
1: into that slightly so so (laughs) um backstory before Jackie uh I was married for uh 21 years and um Melissa and I had uh Ben and Bailey so that was our two kids and then in 2000 I want to say 2010 is when the process started we uh we um, became foster parents to two other little girls, Destiny and Naomi, and they were they were biological sisters and were in foster care. So we became okay. foster care foster parents, and then after two years of doing that, we adopted them. So we had we had four kids together um, uh, between us, and so you know, um, man, I don't know this this piece of the story can go a lot of different directions, but but the the short version of it is. Um, on October 13th, 2014, um, she had a massive aneurysm, um, kind of didn't know, I mean, it came out of nowhere, really, and, and in just a, a matter of moment, she was gone. And, uh, man, you know, it, it, it's hard. Look, looking back on that now, I don't know how to put words to it. Looking at my life now, or if you, you can even go back to probably 2017 or something mm-hmm. like that. To see how, you think you know what your life is. I mean, at that point in my life, I was, that was, what, five, six years ago? So I was in my mid-40s. You think Mm -hmm. you kind of know what life is. We live in this house. We're, you know, this is my job. This is my church. These are my kids. And we're looking towards the sunset at that point. And just like that, Mm -hmm. everything changed. And... Really, within the course of about a year, my little over a year, <laughs> my wife changed, my uh friend group changed where I live changed everything in my life changed mm-hmm. everything in my life changed <laughs> and um, it was it was crazy and it was bizarre but but don't want miss the opportunity to get some brownie points right here <laughs> um, <laughs> you know people... <laughs> We, we, we took on a lot of heat about, I took on a lot of heat um, because, you know, Melissa died in October of 2014. Uh, that meeting at Frank's that we just described took place in March of the following year. So we uh-huh. met in March and then we were married in November. So a little over a year after <laughs> Melissa passed away, yeah. we uh-huh. met for the first time. And dated, you know, from yep. March until November, and we're married then. Wow. And yeah, that's that's pretty quick. I get that. I get that. But um, backstory: um, she's telling you about the hair and the towel, and the, you know, <laughs> this is the man I have for you. Um, <laughs> so the Sunday before we meet on Thursday, I'm preaching a series at Bridgetown. It's a series called Miracles, and this was the last Sunday of the of the series. Uh, man, church is growing, booming, people coming like crazy. I mean, things are going great. And and so I'm, I'm leaving my home, driving to the church, and I'm thinking, okay, at the end of this message, you know, I'm going to give people an opportunity to just say to God, here's something, I, I don't know how to make this happen, it's going to take a miracle in my life for this to take place. So I was thinking my way through that, and somewhere along the way, it kind of dawned on me. Yeah, but what's the miracle you need? What are you going to ask God for? So I get to the end of the message, invite people to come forward. People are coming up to the front of the church, bowing down, praying about this miracle thing. And I just kind of slip off to the side of the stage. And I remember getting down on one knee and just saying, Lord, it's so bizarre. Never knew my life would be right here, right now. And I don't know what the future looks like. I don't know if you want me to be single the rest of my life if I'm supposed to raise these kids and then something comes on down the road or if you've got somebody for me I don't know but you're going to have to show me I ain't dated nobody since 21 years ago I don't know how this whole deal works out it's going to take a miracle for me to figure this out that was on Sunday on Thursday old thing here comes rolling in and, uh, and, and, and here's where I get my brownie points it was crazy <laughs> it was crazy, like like like, if if it had just been like, well, I kind of like you, but you've got all this da 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 da, it it would have been easy to do a whole lot of second guesses. Mm-hmm. It was a situation <laughs> where where, on one day, the lights shut off in my life, and I'd been been just kind of, I don't know, trying to feel my way around through a dark tunnel. Yeah. On another day, the lights came on. I didn't know the grass smelled like that. I didn't know the sky Shoot. was blue. I didn't know. <laughs> Jacqueline. <that>. I didn't, <laughs> hey, look. I didn't know that when I was in the laundry room putting my you know I would I would be doing laundry and the little girls uh, I would, I would, I would do their laundry, and I would, I would hang up an outfit for every day on a hanger, so they didn't have to go through. Like, like made my life easier in the morning getting them ready. Yeah. There's your Thursday. Just put that thing on right now. <laughs> I, I would be in the laundry room, put my Thursdays together, and me and uh, uh, Kenny Chesney got to be real good friends because those songs he was singing was making my heart sing. Boy, I'm in that house by myself, just singing my guts out with blue skies and. Yellow sun and green grass. Come on, somebody. I
2: love it when you say I haven't dated in 21 years because I distinctly remember one of the first things you ever did was you were walking Lulu, your bulldog. You tell that story. Yeah, and you said, you sent me a text that said, "Just thinking about you," and it was your dog. Making a duty in the middle <laughs> of the yard. And I was like, is that not good? and I was well, not so smitten with you.
0: I
1: was like, look,
2: that's so What's sweet. That? He sent you a picture of we Yes. We still have that picture. Yes. We still
1: have that picture. The
2: dog doing its business in the yard. Wow. And the Smooth. caption is just thinking about you. And I was like, <laughs> what the heck? And why is that so sweet? <laughs> oh, Jeff sent me a picture oh my gosh. of his
1: dog. And it's taking well, a dude. I don't know if this is where you want to podcast going on, yes, oh Lulu taking a, a deuce right there. <laughs> <heart. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly where I went. out. Lulu the bulldog.
0: I know we we were talking earlier before we started recording about having to pee uh, and whatever. Oh, yes, girl, so why not? Now. I we're mean, just, you know, yeah, you these know. are just conversations is we have wrong? on church talks. Is not wrong. like <laughs> I I, would, I mean, there's nothing, it's nothing off limits. Jeez. Um, so I mean, it sounds like at this point that. I mean, just the the laughter between between you guys, and I'm included in that. I'm gonna be yeah, a third wheel. Right I will gladly third wheel y'all as long as I could be on a on a Harley or a Jeep. Like I'll just <laughs> I'll third wheel it for you with y'all. But I, I'm sure that life has not always been so full of laughter. Uh-huh. So one of the things that I love to bring um, to bring up in in church talks is that just like you know when you when you asked me um, or you assumed that I was just some. Happy, positive, encouraging, Uh whatever, like all the time. And then it's like, that's just what we see. You know, that's what we post on social media. That's what the filter applied. Um, And I know that being in ministry, being a pastor, because you've been in some form of ministry leadership, Jeff, for how many years? A while. 15 years, 16 years. So 15 years, years and um, and I guess you probably never saw yourself as a pastor's no. wife, <laughs> but no. you had been in church, yeah. um, in a Methodist yeah. church. Let's,
1: let's just be real. That pastor's wife doesn't really encompass, I, I like what you were saying earlier, that that whole that whole title of pastor, you you from a PH world, I'm mm-hmm. from a Baptist world, maybe a little different connotation but in the baptist word where i come from you know that whole pastor's thing is a very reserved thing if we, if we take all of that off the table yeah. and just look at at what it means to shepherd people and to mm-hmm. love people and to teach people yes. i mean she's crushing it she's yeah. crushing it so i i don't know what love to do that. with all of that i mean it's it, 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 he it, really it, don't know it, what to it do <laughs> less than than can be to me all i know right. is, is that when when the old girl gets up there and starts speaking jesus comes out of her mouth and people respond and it's a beautiful sure. thing so well
0: i mean and like i say i as much as I, I appreciate the title of pastor and i think that that is a shepherd and so i mean i give honor where it's due because you guys are shepherding an amazing flock and mm. just in, like impacting the neighborhood and the community and whole mm, city of danville you so um, and you're impacting lives like i think sometimes we we look at like okay we're impacting the city we're impacting the community but like individual lives mm. Like I'm one, and I don't even—I'm not even oh, a member gosh. here. Like I don't even come here all the time. <laughs> um But y'all are seriously
2: just like—you tried. You keep telling us no, right?
0: So. Man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm coming around slowly.
2: It's like trying to capture but, a butterfly and put it in a box. You can't do it. You can't do it. God, It'll no. die. So we let you fly. Well, well, we thank, you you.
0: thank you, thank you. I I don't like to be tamed and boxed in. I don't blame you, but uh, and and y'all don't either. No, like you wild,
2: mm, you right, really, you so. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's but yeah, funny. so so I aside... feel like could talk about that <laughs> too. <funny>. You right.
0: <laughs> so aside from being like from, from being pastors and what people would would just you know know you as um you know you're, you're the compassion Danville pastors, like what what some what are some issues and and some some life instances that have really just made you like question I mean it can it can make you question your faith question God question your your calling question your role and your position your purpose like have there been any just moments or or circumstances that have just like kind of stopped you in your tracks like dude what is going on
1: <laughs> After you ma'am <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh how real you want me to get mm. Mm. So <laughs> so, so when Jeff and I first got together, he said, um, and he talked to you about some things. He tried to break up with me three times. Mm. Yeah. And I knew what God had said. So, it, it never rattled me. But um, we were in our happy little bubble. Um, and it never occurred to me that the tsunami that was going to hit us would be the church. Mm-hmm. It never occurred to me. Because... Um, I didn't grow up, I grew up in church, but my parents were not church going. We didn't, we prayed at Thanksgiving and we prayed at Christmas. And uh, I was in every production at church and they would come and clap and um, do all that. But I always thought church was a safe place for people. Uh, I get with Jeff and I find out it's the most unsafe (laughs) place for me because the grace that was extended to everyone else did not apply to me. Wow. And the grace that, um, I'm telling you, it was crazy how I became public enemy number one. And people that had never met me Mm -hmm. made all these assumptions about me because truly on paper, I was not the right fit for Jeff, the pastor. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't see my heart. They didn't know what I was doing on my own that I loved Jesus every bit as much as they did, they discounted me day one and told Jeff that if he continued to date me, uh, he should step down for being a pastor. Basically said, <laughs> I'll make sure that you step down for being a pastor. If you don't do the things that I say, then I'm coming after you. And they did. Wow. They did.
1: Yeah, those were uncomfortable <laughs> days for sure. A lot, yeah. of, a lot, of, lot of wrestling through things. Um, which to your question, you know, what, what, what are some of those hardship type things? Um, before, before I met Jackie, our church had, had kind of started this climb upward and we were, we were, you know, people were coming, people were coming, we were starting to grow, uh, church plant, brand new church in Dam, we'd only been here a couple years and, and, man, it was starting to really pick up steam. And then when we met. <laughs> You're welcome. And, then, and, and it became public knowledge that Jeff is dating someone and that someone is Jackie. And then, I don't know, man. I, I, and, and she's I, and, been, well, she's
2: divorced and she's Methodist and I, I, she does
1: Zumba. <laughs> <and> I kind of <laughs> hate rehashing all this stuff because it, it, it has a tendency to bring up a lot of... Old junk that's been resolved, but you're you're asking the question. All mm-hmm. all I'll say really to that is that that um, our, our church kind of began this implosion, and a lot of people just kind of quietly slipped away and went yeah. other places. The next thing I know, you know, I'm turning around. There's there's the relationship. I don't know if this makes any sense. You saw kind of the sparks that fly between the two of us. It's mm-hmm. still that way, you know, six years down the yep. road. But that was great and wonderful and tumultuous and, and controversial and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. It was all of that, but we were good. The church part of things was tearing my heart apart yeah, yeah. because, like, like, when you ask what's caused you to question your faith or what's caused you to question getting out of ministry... Catherine, I can honestly say to you through like, like 23rd Psalm. She does not like the 23rd Psalm because it was read at her dad's funeral and she has the connotation of the 23rd Psalm. Right. My connotation of the 23rd Psalm, even though I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil because you're with me. When, yeah. when Melissa died, like the thing that God spoke in my spirit, not audibly, was, was this thing has happened and you've got to go through it. You can't mm-hmm. go back and change it. You can't go around it. You've got to go through it. But I'm going to lead through this thing, and I'm going to get you through it. That that stuck in my spirit. So what I'm trying to say is I've never really had that experience of, of questioning God or wanting to walk away from God. But the experience I did have was when the church began to somewhat implode, you know, the growth that we had seen and the excitement and then now it starts plummeting back down and you come into church on Sunday mm-hmm. and people that you've ministered to and married and been there with their babies and yet baptized and all of these things, they mm-hmm. they 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 disappear. Well right. I mean how how's that not gonna hurt your heart a little bit, man? Right. And so I never I never felt like, man, I want to give up. I never felt like I wanna quit but I felt like it was slipping out of my hands at some okay. point. Um, even to the point I told her one day, I said, do you think I look good in brown? She said, what are you talking about? I said, because I may not be leading this church much longer. If I'm, if I, if I'm working <laughs> for UPS, I'm going to be preaching off the back of a UPS truck. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going to be doing my thing, but, yeah. but it may get ripped out of my bony little fingers, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, having said all of that, man, this is where the
2: Mary Poppins and him comes out. I, like, that, I mean that's who I am. I, I, I can't right. stay in
1: that darkness longer. No, and we're know. I
0: mean we're gonna get to the to the resolve and to the, yeah. the hopefulness, I love people, So,
1: And I hate all of the anger and bitterness and all of the conflict that yeah. happened during that season and it hurts my heart in some ways to talk about it because because it is a lot of people that I was close with, people I loved and you know I just kinda live with the the mindset of of people are trying to do the best they can and everybody's trying to make the best decisions they can. may not work out the way I want it to. I will put my little umbrella over the whole thing and say, you know what, through all of that, God was faithful. Uh, It was the hardest season of my life, Um, terrible season. But now that a few years have passed, a lot of that has come back around and God's doing amazing things. and, And just like I think I told you recently, going through that there were there was spiritual muscle that was developed Mm -hmm. in that that would not have been developed even equipping to to commiserate with what people go through to to have empathy for what people go through so anyway god's working on the hard things
0: (laughs) i mean it's the it's a real thing the the pedestal that people put pastors on and so as if they're like subhuman and and are, are not susceptible to Doing, and not that y'all even doing anything wrong, but it's like, God forbid. Give them like an a hour pastor. in Lex Vegas.
1: Let them come see. <laughs> Ask Esteban. He lives with us. And yeah. That pedestal will get destroyed very quickly. <laughs> right. you, whatever, whatever you have in mind of what a pastor's life is like, now, don't get me wrong. We love Jesus. And we read the Bible. And we pray and we teach our kids. But we mm-hmm. just people, man. We are just people just yep. like anybody else. Yep. And I, I like it I that agree. way. I Ch- had a friend that told me when he was growing up, True story. He said. He said his pastor, if he went by his pastor's parsonage, <laughs> that if he was out there mowing grass middle of July, the man would have on a suit Mm-mm. and tie with coveralls on over the suit and tie because that's what a pastor was supposed to do. Which is why I ran from it for most of my yeah. young adulthood because yeah. I did not want to be that.
2: Yeah.
0: So,
1: if you weren't a pastor, would you work for UPS? <laughs>
2: Do was I that to do like like deals. a childhood dream?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, no. um,
0: I mean, clearly you like to you like to drive I mean, You got you got a motorcycle, so you're like, let me just get in the wind.
1: <laughs> and the UPS, like they don't right have right doors,
0: there. so I mean, no, you would true. be catching that's some true. wind it's on that four wheel motorcycle, maybe that UPS bus. Well, I think that if, if there was a, a secular uh, position or a title for a pastor, it would be like a delivery driver because I mean what what you do as a pastor you are delivering Come on, I like you're it. delivering a package and um and sometimes you're unwrapping it and, like, <laughs> and trying to do it for them but I mean ultimately the person's it gotta so like open the door and receive it so I that's think that's right. a that's a beautiful picture that's you talked about it
1: huh. earlier about how how people uh people look at you a different way when you throw that title pastor like I, I try mm-hmm. to hold that card back as long as I can yeah. when I'm meeting people because they all of a sudden you know, people become the most holy and righteous people when they hear you're a pastor. I want to know who you really are. Right. Man. I want to know who you really that's are.
0: That's why I tell people I just hang out in prison. Too. Yes, that's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: that's a whole lot better. Sure. But yeah. Well, so what, like, I don't know if, if, if you're at liberty to, like, say what maybe your your dream is, or, like your vision is for this year. And y'all may have a a, a corporate dream or vision for um, just you guys as a, as a church or as a Family, um, is there anything that you just feel like that God is putting in your heart where you're like, this almost seems like impossible, but I have the vision. And oh. now if you can't say it yet, then I understand that too. You're getting ready. To, the dog is getting ready to eat right here. That's all I like to tell you. Well, Go we, on, got, we got a little bit of time left. So if, you, on, if you want to,
1: well, I, just, like, I want to hear I your can- heart. I don't know that I'll go into the deep specifics of it, but like in January, our church went through 21 days of prayer and fasting. We mm-hmm. do this pretty much every year, and it's kind of a time where we're saying, okay, Lord, let's start the year with a reset. I want to make sure that you're number one, all that kind of stuff. Without going through those details, a week into that fast, um, I, I'm kind of praying, and, and I felt like what God was saying to me, and I, and I know I'm saying this a lot, God's speaking to me. It's not, it's not the audible thing. It's just I can sense it in my spirit. What right. God's saying to me is you're praying and, and you're fasting. You're, you're not eating, but you're praying the same prayers you were praying when you were eating. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really changing here. Like, like we got this small amount of time to do some big things. What is uh-huh. it that you're fasting for? Uh-huh. And that's what I felt God was saying to me. Yeah. What is it that you're fasting for? I'm like, okay, if that's the road we're going down, here's what I'm fasting for. Um, I feel like, and this was going back to before, you know, in that January time frame, I think I felt like there were some things that that I wanted to do. In other words, I'm not okay with preaching on Sunday and that being it. In a world where there are, you know, YouTube videos and podcasts Mm -hmm. and there's all this other stuff. And so my thing was, God, whatever... Like whatever gifts and talents that, that, that I may have, first of all, they came from you and you gave them to me for a purpose. Whatever influence I have, it's for your kingdom. I'm 51 years old. I don't want to waste a minute, much less a day. So so give me opportunities to use whatever influence, whatever tools I have to help people to mm-hmm. grow your kingdom. And so we talked through a few of what those things might look like. Amen. It's only March, heck, middle of February. (laughs) I mean, uh, we're sitting in the driveway one day. I get one phone call and kind of, I don't know how to say it, it's kind of like this huge door opened up of opportunity. Hang the phone up on that. The phone rings right behind it. While we're sitting, she's waiting to get out of the car. We've just pulled up in the driveway. Another conversation starts and it's another huge opportunity, and it's stuff, that's like, like, like I've been waiting my whole life for some of these things to happen, wow. and, and, and some doors are starting to open. And I'm just like, it's not because it's not because I want somebody to see my name or be on a platform. Right. It's because you know, I, there's just this passion that comes when you know who you are, when you know okay. what God has saved you from and forgiven you for, and how you know how God shows up in your life day after day. It's not a Sunday faith, and you want to you want to articulate that to other people and see them internalize that. Mm -hmm. I just want to do as much of that as I can. And so I feel like that's what he's open. Did that ask your question? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: is there anything that, that is on your heart, Jackie? And just like for your, I mean, your ministry is not on the platform um, much. It is sometimes, but I'm telling you like, if, if, if you people listening have not gotten a Jackie hug. Oh
2: jeez. <laughs> or uh. or a
0: Jackie uh eye. Like I call it eye. Like sometimes she'll just like look at you and, and she'll call you a snake or a traitor or something like that. But <laughs> she said trapping, like, like those are terms of endearment. <laughs> um but man, like I just I have seen I've seen you, Jeff, vacuum the church sanctuary. Sure like before you know before like on a sunday morning like right before church and and i've seen jackie pray with people and hug and Mm -hmm. and cry and these are things that are not broadcasted these are things that are not put on facebook live that you don't put on your instagram highlight reel like Mm -hmm. like these are the moments where i feel like that you guys just in my opinion epitomize Mm -hmm. what we should be as jesus followers And you just you just you you live to serve, (laughs) to serve people, to serve the body, and um, and to serve each other. And I'm I'm just like I'm blown away. And I promise I'm not putting you on a pedestal. I'm just saying like it is. It's so refreshing. It's honestly a breath of fresh air to see, uh, you know, people in in a pastoral role that are just like you said, just being people.
1: (laughs) Well, the goal the goal of compassion, Danville, is not to. Bring people into a gathering where they're looking up to a platform where some so-and-so speaker. If I could, if I could bring about any um, any revolutionary change in in church, it has to do a lot more with community and people mm-hmm. finding their tribe and getting connected yeah. and, and having you know this authentic relationship where we're where we're living it out. And so you know that, that's where we're going. But back to Jackie's thing, she's not going to say it, but but. Uh, like she preached at our church this past Sunday just blew it away I mean the online thing was good but what happened in the house was unbelievable and uh, um, I don't know how many times this week we've heard the word anointing that's on her life and that's true and so you know she's not going to say it but we're trying to figure out some things about about what that looks like what what she's she she plays her role here at the church, and I hope she'll always play her role here at the church, but I think God has a lot bigger things in store for her, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see what all that looks like. Yeah. She's a woman whisperer. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: going through what we went through uh, when we first got together, it, when you talk about the muscles that were developed, I I pray to God that nobody feels about church like I felt yeah. about mm-hmm. church. Yeah. <laughs> So we've cut. We've had women come that will say, "Jackie, you've been divorced. Is it okay for me to come to your church? Are you kidding me? I'm a single mama girl. Come on, mm-hmm. you know I, I. We've had people drunk, high.
1: This past Sunday. This
2: past Sunday. I don't <laughs> care. I'm gonna treat it. you like a lady because yeah. Come on up in here. Where, where else? I. Love won't, it. I. When Jeff talks about us being a hospital. You don't turn away the sick. Right. Come on. I mean, you invite them in and you set, you know, I am so in awe of our women in the Hope Center. Yeah. I can't find my keys on a daily basis. And every day they get up and decide whether they're gonna stay clean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get front row seat. What? How can I serve you? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, the, we don't know the struggle that it takes for somebody to crawl through the door, sure. and I'm gonna be the one to tell you you're not welcome. Oh no, I'm not. And so you have created a culture, Jeff, where you have said uh, you're gonna. Our shirts say you belong here, <laughs> and so we're gonna tell you that that you don't. Right. No, we're gonna. I mean, y'all
0: holding out signs on the sidewalk. The people driving by that may or may not be pulling in the parking lot, yeah. but I
2: bet they want to when
0: they see that because you're so. like from from the sidewalk in their car in the street yeah. all the way in the door. Yeah. It are never occurred to me
2: that you weren't allowed to be in church. It never occurred to me that you weren't oh, yeah. welcome in church until that stuff happened with me and Jeff. And now it's like my goal to make sure everybody. Well, you've yeah. heard
1: me say this a lot of times, Jackie. We, we As we have conversation, I love that that our world is not a church-centered world. We yeah. have lots of conversations with people yeah. who are far from God, yeah. not, not you know uh, people who are hurting and broken. And, and one of the things that comes out of those conversations, as you're talking and listening to people who are just pouring out their heart and they're looking for answers and hope, you know, people people are told, okay, you're struggling. Well, you need to find God. Okay, where do I find God? And they go to the church.
2: Get yourself mm-hmm. together and then come
1: to the church. Yeah. And, and is they, they, right, t- right, 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 right. Yeah. And they go to the church, but they don't find God there. They find religion and they Rules. find uh, a, a, a churchy culture. They find yeah. you know. Here's place your mask.
2: They, put it on for the next yeah, hour. Yeah.
1: Act like everybody else right. does. Right. Wear these clothes, speak in this archaic language, act like you're somebody that's totally different than what you are on Tuesday. And we're just like, let's just blow the doors off all of that. Can we just come in with our warts and our dogs just taking a crap in the (laughs) door? Can we just come in and and just be those people and love Jesus? I mean, do you you have to have on a, a suit to love Jesus? No, you do not. You Get in here, man, and just...
2: It's so funny mm-hmm. when I first met Jeff. If if people talk to him about addiction and divorce and homosexuality and all this stuff, he was like, I mean, I uh uh I, uh. uh. <laughs> now, if you're not going through that, yes. we're like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay, you is ain't it doing me? it right, right? Yeah, I, I, like I you ain't addicted it. to nothing, <laughs> nothing. I mean, I'm addicted to a whole lot of stuff. It's a, well, I
1: mean, ain't we all? Come on, man! We, We're all in recovery. Right? We put so. <laughs> what much, you talking about? Right? Exactly. That's my. That's exactly yeah. what I we'll was say. We put so much emphasis on yeah. certain sins, or at least the church does. <laughs> yeah. We all a bunch of messed up janky folks. Oh, and do. by the
2: way, the, the people that judge me that didn't even know yeah. me—that's a sin too. I'm just gonna go ahead and you throw right. that out You're there. Right. Okay, so all right. <laughs> it just drives me insane that they have that much influence and were able to destroy a whole lot of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I got enough of my own. What you talking about? I mean, I, I'm just trying to figure out how to do Jeff. I can't. Yeah. I, I hear me say this as a pastor. I can, I do not have the capacity or right. the bandwidth to police you in your life, and I don't right. feel like that's the pastor's role. I think the pastor's role is to create a flow where people are getting closer to Jesus. And as you get closer mm-hmm. to Jesus, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you the things that, that are not helpful, not yeah. beneficial in your life. And he helps you to filter those yeah. things out of there.
2: And I think that's why people come to this church because you say, listen, I'm I'm glad you're here. Whatever it is that you're going through, I'm glad you're here. Now uh-huh. let me tell you about a man that loves you. Mm. And you snuggle in next to Jesus and and y'all work that <laughs> stuff out. But in the meantime... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna welcome you at the door, and I'm gonna right. be so glad that you're here. You can't fix
1: it. He he can't fix it in you while you're still running a million miles away from you. Yep. You got to stop the running and, and turn and hear that voice that's saying, you know, yep. my child, my child. You <laughs> said it Sunday, daughter, daughter. That's oh, yeah. a whole other ball know. game
2: when it
1: happen. is. Why you start
2: started like this, Casey? I know. We're gonna have
0: to land this place soon. <laughs> but, um, but Jackie, I did want to ask you. So I hear you say a lot. You say, I think, is it just, just give me one more, or one more, one more. It's a, it's it's tatted, it's tatted on your on your arm. What, like what spurred that? What so Jeff
2: watched a uh, a movie, Hacksaw Ridge, and had the nerve to come home and tell me mm-hmm. that guy reminds me of you. <laughs> and I said, what? He said, I'm telling you, when I watched the movie, the guy reminds me of you, for your husband to breathe that kind of fire into you Uh. and say, come on in here, let's watch this, Tiger. And to watch that man, I mean, it is a grueling scene in that movie. Uh, It's it's amazing. And he lowered, I mean, he's battered, his hands are bleeding, he's tired, he's exhausted, completely worn out. I mean, dragging people Mm. through fire and everything else. And then as soon as he knows they're safe, he says, give me another one, God. Give me another one. For your husband, uh-huh. pastor, mentor, whatever, to say to you, I saw that and it reminded me of you. What you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: you're going to get it tatted on your arm.
2: You'll get it tatted on your arm, you're gonna live it on out. your right hand, because Jeff does right. this thing. It is sexy, girl, when he. <laughs> Sorry, when he's <laughs> preaching and he said, and the God of all creation reaches down and uh-huh. I was like, yep, right hand. It's got to be my right hand because mm. I'm right handed. And I said to Jesus that tatted me, I want it every time I see it, every time I shake somebody's hand, every time I reach for something because, you know, you're right hand dominant every time. Mm-hmm. It, that's Jesus saying, there's a lady that comes to our church. Um, I love her. I just love yeah. her. And she's on something and she's lost and... She's dirty, and she could not resemble Jesus more to me. Tell about before
1: service the other day. Uh,
2: so the the second time I met her, um, she it's obvious something has happened. Mm-hmm. Something has yeah. happened to her, and uh, I walked out with her. She asked me to walk out with her one day. And I walked out with her, and she was telling me her story about how all the churches in Danville had rejected her, and um, and she she you're not you have to kind of listen, and you got to kind of figure out for yourself where she's been and, mm-hmm. and what's going on. And one of our security guys was standing way away from me. They all our security guys always treat her like somebody because I dare them not to. <laughs> but um, she hugged me, and she said thank you for being so kind to me. And I said, absolutely. And she said, you passed the test.
1: Mm.
2: And I thought, nobody heard that. Nobody heard that. Mm. And I sent her on her way and I turned around and the security guy, the tears were just streaming. And I said, what's wrong? And he goes, I heard what she said. Mm. I heard what she said to you. So every time she comes back, one of the guys will say, you're still passing, you're still passing the test, Jackie. And I think, Wow. Golly. So she came last time and she was out of her mind mm-hmm. and saying things in the sanctuary. She had certain compound words she kept saying and screaming the, girl,
1: GD in the screaming oh. G D
2: in the sanctuary. And the girls came up to me and said, Jack, we know you love her, but we can't have that and I was like, It's okay. So we we go in there yeah. and, and our security guy Harley was just so kind. You know, Linda, tell me what's going on today. And uh so, I was thinking, what did my mom do when I was young to distract me? What, what What is it that my mom would do to distract me? And we have a clothing closet downstairs. And I mm-hmm. thought, hmm, she came in with no shoes on, big Carhartt coat that she had gotten somewhere. And I said, Linda. And she said, yeah. And I said, you want to go shopping? <laughs> Flip the script. She said, yeah. yeah. So, I took her downstairs. And she was trying on stuff a whole other attitude it's so
0: funny that i was thinking like a secret shopper like she's yeah. like a secret shopper that comes in and you literally took her shopping yes <laughs> like, yes
2: this is perfect and we went downstairs and and then we gave her food and we she took two bags of clothes home wow. and she we took her the security guy patty johnson and myself took mm-hmm. her home and we treated her like a lady and mm-hmm. dropped her off and Unloaded it for her and golly, when you've gone through hell with church (laughs) and then God brings Mm -hmm. that to your church, you're going to love her and accept her and do whatever you can for her because you don't want her to feel like you did ever, Mm -hmm. ever. And to, to have the girls from the Hope Center then say to us, that was me. Thank you for being kind to her because that was me. And for me to have the opportunity right. to say, hey, that was me. Right. That was me. Yeah. And, I mean, what what you going
1: to do? So the One more may not look like what you want your one more to look like. But when the Lord sends wow. you one more. And
2: when you pray uh-huh. your guts out for one more and then they show up, how are you going to say, yeah, not that one? Not that one. My goodness. What you talking about? Thank you, Lord. <laughs> so when she left... I got a chance to hear the message, second service, and I remember going to the altar thanking God for that opportunity. Yep. Now give me another one. Listen. Give me another one.
1: You are really good at that. Baby. But
2: really but so are you, it. and so are you. I mean, I don't want to meet church, and I don't want to meet doctrine, and I don't want to meet all right. that. I want to meet. I love what Randy Johnson said to you, Jeff, when he asked you to be a part of the pit crew. He said, I don't need you to walk up to somebody that's been through a disaster and read the scriptures. I need you to walk up to that man and cut the tree that's mm. in his house. I need you to mm. hand him some water. I need him to see the Jesus that's Come in all. you. And then you can tell him about the scriptures. And then you can tell him about, you know, I, that has never left me either. Show me the Jesus yeah. that you believe in. Show me. That's right? Sort of good, Show me. Man.
0: I mean, that's what... I mean. That's Feed what them, we live clothe for them, them. Yes. cut the grass, cut the trees. Wes
2: Chilton like, always says Jesus met a need first. He met a need first, took down his defenses a little bit, and then said, let me tell you what I got for you. Man. That's that's the vision of compassion, well, I think. It's, <laughs> let me show you about the Jesus that yeah. picked me up and dusted me off and sent me on my way. Is and that,
0: that, and it, yeah. Is that a good answer? To yeah. <laughs>
2: And I'm like, I, I'm trying
0: to like not even say a scripture right now, but I can't like get away from, I believe it's Matthew 25, 40. That's, that's, that's my that's, life verse. <laughs> that's whatever you do to the least of these, you do to me. And so it's like, I was literally, in prison and you came to see yeah.
2: me. I was naked and you clothed, you clothed me. me. I was hungry. and you fed. So you I'm like, it is like, and
1: that out was
2: out the life verse of impact.
1: Man, <laughs> well, I really enjoyed that engaged dance. <laughs> <job of it. laughs> Jerk. Oh
0: my gosh. All right. We're gonna land this plane. It's so, I just good. have like some random questions that we're gonna end with. So, Jackie, how you like your steak cooked? Medium rare. Yes, wow. me too. What about you, Jeff? The Gosh, I yeah. love it. I know. People who want well done, I'm yeah. like, who well, hurt yeah, you? you? Just take your shoe off. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that cow died for you to eat. Uh, yeah. to eat when, I, them, right? when I worked at Red Robin, if people wanted it well done, we always called it hockey puck style. <laughs> right. so I'm like, why are you No, you right. need some you need some like some juice. Yeah, sure? yeah. Um so is there a piece of advice that is either so great that it just has like transformed like everything that you do? Or is there a piece of advice that uh, is so horrible that you were like, I will never,
2: ever do this? Oh, you go <laughs> first. Don't marry a
1: pastor. Uh. Mm. <laughs> was that the great advice or the horrible no, that advice? That was the worst advice, <laughs> the worst. I mean, this is very pastoral, but One of the things that comes to my mind when you say that from a from a preaching standpoint, um, P.D. Jakes i mean, it's got to be good. if, if Bishop uh, says yeah. it, man. He—he yeah. um, he, he talks about the process of of preaching, and he, he says he says uh, study yourself, approved. Think yourself clear. Uh, pray yourself hot and preach yourself empty. And I try to think through that mm-hmm. every week because you, you get through that. I mean, you know, when, when you preach for a while, you can kind of take a passage of scripture and, and jump up and, and, and do do the thing. But man when you go through that process and you're you're really thinking about, you know, God chose me, gave me the opportunity to do this. He didn't have to do that. I certainly didn't didn't deserve to do that. And then he's gonna put me in front of people who are looking for answers and you really understand what the role is to serve those people who mm-hmm. are there and to try to help them to, you know, go from being apathetic about the things of god to hearing the voice of god so that they can make that turn that's probably you you were looking for something a little more silly than that but that, that's it right no oh, i
0: mean that's good because i mean good advice is probably not gonna be silly unless it's horrible advice <laughs> like don't marry a pastor but no, i daddy I'm used still to that say, be yeah my
2: daddy advice. used to say, act like you've been there before yeah i like that one. i like huh. that one
1: too my grandmother said always be a good boy you said
2: that was horrible that's horrible that's yeah a, that's horrible <laughs> like
0: people say behave i'm like i don't want to be her
2: <laughs> who is have i don't want
0: to like, be her like, no i like, wouldn't be me no but um, all right so when you're putting on a t-shirt do you put your arms in the sleeves first or do you put the collar of your head first
1: you know, I've always put my arms in first until I started having this issue with white deodorant all over the side of my shirt. <laughs> and Miss Thing over here. I can't you know, stand she, it, man. She has one little drop I of understand. something on her shirt. She's got that Tide pin out there. And everything. <laughs> I will have white streaks all up the side of my deal. I don't oh my care. Oh, She's going to judge me, so. Well,
0: I think there is a way to fix that. You just rub the cloth together and there's, yeah. there's white deodorant. Oh, so okay. Bless him yeah Bless them, I don't know that. What about you? Sleeves first or collar first? Sleeves first. Sleeves first. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what I do, too. It's, easy. Put it's put easier to put it over my, my hair. hair yes, you please. would. Uh-huh.
1: If somebody walked into your, your bedroom right now, bifold doors, I'm assuming you got bifold doors <laughs> in your closet, are they open or are they closed?
0: Uh, right now, they're closed.
1: Good and, sure. my, and my clothes are color coordinated. Okay, okay, okay. My, uh, I'm speaking to my people here. <laughs> <either>. All right. <laughs> it's right yes, and name.
0: all my t-shirts are rolled. Oh, um, I so it. I, I might it. have a little, little smidge it. of OCD a little bit. It's but, hot in here. But, man, Yeah. Well, we gonna, we gonna, we're landing it now. We're coming <laughs> in for a landing. We're Hopefully, good. it'll be smooth. But thank y'all so much for, for being on my podcast and for having this conversation. Thank love you for letting it. me in your life. Always. <laughs> and and Always. going to lunch and your church and everything. But yeah. I just love y'all so we much. Love we love you,
1: you too. Very well, proud of you. doing good stuff. Keep, keep it up. Good work. Keep it
0: up. And y'all, too. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Church Talks.